Hello again, wrestling fans, and welcome to another edition of Fantasy Warfare Tournament. In this week's episode, we are going to look back at the TNA Impact Wrestling, Global Force Wrestling, however many times it changed uh, names, you'll hear about it uh, in this, but the Impact World Championship is what it is called right now. Uh, we're going to look back at it from the time that the NWA broke away from them, uh, the TNA uh, entity, and it became its own thing until today. And we're going to uh, break down 16 of the champions during this time frame. To be able to do so, of course, we need to bring in our panel. And we start off with Stephen O'Neill in Toronto. How are you, Stephen? Good. Reading, it went from... T we're only going from TNA on, so May 13th, I think, of 2007 till now. You've got the TNA World Heavyweight Champion, the Impact World Heavyweight Champion, the Unified Global Force Heavyweight Champion, which unified with Impact, the Global Force Championship Global something, and the Impact World. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it didn't have its own identity, and you wonder why. Unfortunately, people don't tune in as readily as they probably should because the product isn't half bad if you actually sit down and watch it, but it's trying to make that commitment to do so. And when you know the history that is like really bad baggage behind it, you go, why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. But we're going to bring in our third panelist, Jonesy in Niagara Falls. How are you? Uh, pretty good. TNA wasn't all bad. I actually enjoyed um, TNA. Uh, it was as close as it was the be next best, best thing to WCW. So it was something to because something had to come after WCW, and it was TNA. Yeah, but at the same time, they somewhat are doing. I did what. AEW is doing right now is trying to be WCW and that didn't help them. See uh, your own thing. They need to be their own thing and they relied too much on the past to establish themselves and then of course uh, history repeating itself with bad management behind the scenes. So yeah, who knows uh, hopefully you know AEW doesn't uh, totally follow in those footsteps, but it's still early. Um, so it is our uh, bracket time. We're going to uh, show the video with the uh, 16 contenders, and I'll bring up the actual bracket for Steven to break down. So we'll be back in just a moment.
So there you saw, we're breaking down, like I said, from May 13th of 2007 till present. So first round matchups, you've got the Samoan submission machine, uh, Samoa Joe versus probably one of my favorite characters in um, TNA history, Bully Ray. Uh, Bobby Lashley versus RVD. Drew Galloway versus Johnny Impact. Uh, I know I saw Johnny Impact live with Smash. I don't know if Sean was there for that one. I was there for that and have a photo with Johnny Impact. It's kind of fun. Uh, AJ Styles versus Eli Drake or LA Knight. Fuck. Um, Ethan Carter III versus Bobby Roode. Magnus versus Eddie Edwards. Triangle <coughs> uh, versus Austin Aries. And Sting versus EY Eric Young. And what's scary about this, only two out of all this list is with Impact. And most of these guys are in the WWE. It's very sad what they've done. Um, yeah, I think only two guys in this uh, list have not worked for Vince McMahon at one point in their career. And that being Magnus and Eddie Edwards. Yeah. And I, I'm really sad Eddie Edwards never got the chance. I think Magnus or Nick Aldis deserves the shot. I think he could be something in WWE. But I also would love to see the Bully Ray character in WWE, but I don't know if we'll ever see that, unfortunately. But I know the first round was easy for me, but it could get... I mean, it, who knows where this is going to go. Jonesy, your thoughts before we dive into our first matchup? I'm just thinking how it kind of sucks that all the it seems all the wrestlers that we watched as children in that, most of them, they didn't come back as managers like the other heat did with Fuji and Keenan and the list goes on. That's what I was thinking about. As far as, as, far as this tournament, um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to go down the list. I, I'd say I half know... These guys' stuff. I, I watched a lot of TNA when it started, so I've seen some of them. Uh, I know that we're not counting a big chunk of that, but that's okay. Um, and then uh, I definitely was watching it during the Aces and Eight, so I, I know a lot of, I, I at least seen more than a couple uh, matches from each of these guys. Yeah, and I got to uh, go to uh, some of them. Uh their events that they were holding in Windsor uh, when BCW were uh, teaming with them and uh, being hosts of their TV shows. I also, I went a couple times to, uh, was it the Rebel in uh, Toronto on uh, the docks? I seen, I seen TNA in London at the JLC. It was a house show. And I saw their, I think it was No Surrender pay-per-view they had in Oshawa. Uh, uh, AJ Styles was there. Frank Frank Triggs. I forget. I think it was No Surrender. Yeah, I saw both events uh, here at the uh, JOC, and also uh, when they teamed up with Smash Wrestling for uh, Brace for Impact, which was yeah, that was uh, fun. Almost two years ago, actually, the this month that Brace for Impact happened. Uh, so yeah. We've experienced enough, uh, know what we're talking about, uh, looking at uh, the talent as well. 
Um, like I said, only I'll, I'll tell you. Hold on, hold on. I'll tell you the what I saw because it's the new No Surrender 2008 because it was in uh, at uh, the General Motors Center. So I'll tell you what I saw. What the um, the the event was because looking at it, it's actually kind of interesting that what I saw looking back on it now. The Prince Justice Brotherhood, Curry Man, Shark Boy, Super Eric defeated the Rock and Rave uh, Infection, Christy Hemi, Jimmy Rave, Lance Rock in a six-person intergender tag team match. Awesome Kong with Rita, uh, Risha Saeed defeated ODB. Abyss and Matt Morgan defeated Team 3D. Uh, then I saw Sheikh Abdul-Bashir defeated Consequences Creed, a.k.a. Xavier Woods, and Petey Williams with Raka Khan. Taylor Wilde with Rhino defeated Angelina Love with Cute Kip and Velvet Sky. I don't... This was insane what I saw. Uh, San, Sanjay Dutt defeated Jay Lethal in a Ladder of Love match for... <laughs> For SoCal Val, Beer Money, uh, James Storm, Robert Rude with Jacqueline defeated Latin MA Exchange, uh, Hernandez and Homicide with Hector Guerrero, AJ Styles versus uh, Frank Trigg ended in a no contest because I remember this being fuck Russo chant. Uh, Samoa Joe defeated Christian Cage and Kurt Angle for the TNA World Heavyweight title while well, he retained. The talent I saw, and that's insane. Okay, that was just a side note because yeah, hey, yeah, kind of weird cards uh, at that time for sure, and some of the characters. Um, but yeah, let's dive into uh, matchup number one. Which we have Samoa Joe, who currently is working for WD commentary uh, due to injury, taking on Bully Ray. Uh, Samoa Joe had one uh, title reign under the TNA banner. Uh, it was April 13th, 2008. He won at lockdown, held it for 182 days, and beat Kurt Angle for it in a six sides of steel cage match. And this was a uh, title versus career match, and he ended up losing it to Sting at Bound for Glory 4. So 182 days, battling uh, Angle on one end and Sting on the other. Pretty good. Uh, Bully Ray, he won his first of two on uh, March 10th, 2013 at lockdown as well. Held it for 130 days. It was won in a steel cage match from Jeff Hardy, and he lost it to Chris Sabin. He beat Chris Sabin uh, for it on August 15th, 2013 at Hardcore Justice. Held it for another 66 days. But I ended up dropping it to AJ Styles at Bound for Glory. So you look at the amount of time uh, between the two, it's pretty much even. It was at 182 to 196 uh, for your days. So there's not a lot of uh, difference in that regards. The Bully Ray character was actually really good. Um, you mentioned how uh, you'd love to see it in WWE. Uh, they've thought about bringing it to WWE. He was just recently on a uh, episode of uh, Chris Van Vliet uh, doing an interview. He's only told half the story of why 
Bully Ray never came, and that was due to the fact that WD has their Be a Star program. So how can you uh, have a bully on your TV show when you're trying to make sure people aren't a bully, and especially by that name, Bully Ray? Uh, they could change the name, possibly. Uh, same sort of attitude and redeemed them. Uh, it was one of the ideas that uh, Bully Ray came up with. But in the end, the other side of the story was what stopped it from happening, I guess. Uh, and he hasn't revealed that side of things. Samoa uh, Joe, great uh, matches. But I think character-wise and all that, I'm going to go with Bully Ray getting the victory over Samoa uh, Joe in this one. Steven? I'm actually going with Samoa Joe. I love the Bully Ray character, but match-wise, Samoa Joe has taken on guys like Angle, AJ, Christopher Daniels. He was I just think his opponents were a higher quality over Bully Ray. Um so I'm going Samoa Joe. Jonesy, breaking the tie. I agree with uh, what Steven said. However, uh, Bully Ray, it's it's like at the time he was their top heel and he held the championship. And this was a guy that I, I never thought was more than just a tag team wrestler. Well, then he goes out there and like that was a good run. I give him the. I I think he's one of the best teenage champ champions because he was a bully. He can back all that up as far as his character, how long he's been that character. It's just they never called him a bully. And putting in, and I I just like the whole. It was a nice recipe, and it finally came together. Um, and you think WWE. Kind of like, why didn't we do that? Um, Bully Ray, for me, I already wrote it down. So, and possibly an upset uh, victory, Bully Ray is moving on to the next round. But our second matchup sees Bobby Lashley taking on Rob Van Dam. Steven. So, Lashley has four title reigns. Uh, first one he wins it June 19th of uh, 2014. Um, some convoluted. If anyone other than MVP or Kenny King would have interfered, they would have been fired. Um, he beat Eric Young, held it for 91 days, lost it to Bobby Roode. Um, second title reign, July 7th of 2015. He beat Kurt Angle. Sorry, I'm having I want to see something here. He beat Kurt Angle. Um, no, his second tower range, January 7th of 15. Um, he beats Bobby Roode. Uh, holds it for 24 days, losing it to Kurt Angle. Uh, his third one, 
is June 12th of 2016. It was a tap out or uh, knockout match. He beat, um, it was a three-way, I guess. He, June 12th. Yeah, he it was a, it was a weird three-way. It was Eddie Edwards in a title versus title match in a steel cage. Um so he beat Drew Galloway, loses it to Eddie Edwards. Then January 8th of 2017, Lashley wins it back from Eddie Edwards in his fourth and final um title reign. He holds it for 175 days. It was a 30-minute Ironman match. Um, he loses it to Albert El Patron. Then we have RVD. He wins it. Uh, his only win is April 19th of 2010. Um, beat AJ Style. He vacated it due to a, an, an injury. He held it for 113 days. Um, I am voting Lashley. I just find Lashley, it was just better. So I'm going Lashley. Okay. Uh, yeah, we ended up losing Jonesy, uh, due to his internet, but he has sent me a message and he said that he is uh, also voting Bobby Lashley. And I, too, am going to vote Lashley. Uh, just uh, way better matches uh, for him. I like Bobby Lashley's uh, in-ring work a lot better than even Rob Van Dam uh, in this case. But, uh, yeah, so it looks like Jonesy's uh, almost back in. We're going to see if he's here. He's loading up. There we yeah. are. Back. I'm here. So we just uh, said about Bobby Lashley getting a clean sweep because you voted for uh, Lashley with your message. Did you want to add anything uh, to uh, that with Bobby Lashley, your thoughts? Uh, no, not really. Uh, I just I voted for him because he's held it four times. He looks like a champion. He's a huge freaking guy. I'm pretty sure I seen him at a SmackDown house show maybe 10 years ago at the JLC. Uh, he was there before he went over. Um, compared to RVD, it's a shoo-in. Uh, so the third round here, we got Drew Galloway and uh, AJ Styles. Oh, wait a minute. Sorry. Is that it? Yeah, yeah, it is. I got Drew, Drew Galloway versus Johnny Impact. All right. I just got the star in the wrong spot. That's what's confusing me. So Drew Galloway, he was born June 6, 1985, um, Air Scotland, UK. He is six foot five in 265 pounds. Um, he debuted in 2001, and he has one reign in TNA, and that was March 15th, 2016. He won it at Impact, held it for 89 days. Um, he won it in a cash in feast or fried match, uh, which was uh, Matt Hardy that he won it from. 
and then he lost it to Lashley. He tapped out, or he was knocked out in that match to lose it. Um, and as far as his TNA career, he's a grand champion. Um, a Global Impact Tournament he won with the team, and then the T TNA Jokers Wild 2016. He is against Johnny Impact, who came in uh, much later in the TNA um, uh, world, whatever you want to call it, uh, 2018, uh, pretty much fresh off his Lucha Libre, um, uh, that show, which is escaping my mind. Uh, Johnny Impact, that's it. Uh, October 3rd, uh, 79, and is, is his birth date. Uh, Los Angeles, California, USA. Uh, six foot. I actually thought he was taller. Um, 216 pounds, which kind of explains why he looks taller, because he's lean. Uh, he debuted in 2002. I thought it would actually be a little earlier, because I remember I, like he he's a guy that was always good in the ring. I don't remember him not being good in the ring. Um, uh, one-time champion, uh, fairly long, and considering nowadays he held it for 196 days. He won it on Impact Now, which I'm thinking maybe was a one of their, um, especially the last five years, a lot of their pay-per-views were just, or TV shows split into three parts. Uh, anyways, October 14th, 2018, um, bound for glory, he won it. Uh, Austin Aries held it for 196 days, and he lost to Brian Cage. Out of those two guys, um, I I hover towards Johnny Impact right away. Um, Galloway, I actually don't quite remember him in TNA. I don't think I was really watching it at that time. Of course, I know him in WWE, but um, Johnny Impact... Except for he's maybe just a little, if he had another 20, 30 pounds, I think they'd do a lot more with him, especially in the WWE his first time around. Um, he he's, he's, he's a good champion, especially for TNA, where it's kind of, again, it's like uh, the Snapple of uh, the soft drinks. So uh, I go for Johnny Impact on that. I, too, am going to be uh, voting for Johnny Impact. Uh it's an interesting uh, thing with these guys, uh, especially with their current careers now. Because you got Drew McIntyre or Drew Galloway at that time, but Drew McIntyre is now on top of WWE, and That's it. <laughs> he only had a 89-day reign in uh, Impact for the championship. Now you got Johnny Impact, who changes his name for every uh, organization he's in. I uh, he was one of the original winners. Uh, um, tough enough, I think season two that was that he ended up winning season two or three. Uh, he got that victory uh, along with uh Capitelli, but he's always been unfortunately that mid card guy until he hit uh Lucha Underground and then he went to Impact Wrestling. And I actually did see his total run uh with uh this title because I saw him beat uh. Austin Aries for it and the controversy that was there, almost like a Hogan and uh, uh, Double J type thing. We'll probably get to that in just a couple minutes. And then um, also I saw him lose it to Brian Cage. So I think Johnny Impact 
was way better, uh, 196 days, so double it. That's why I'm giving him the victory. Steven? This is a clean sweep because Drew Galloway, unfortunately, in impact was horrible, which was dumb. Think of all the people that TNA have had. So sad. Yep. Which brings us on to our next match, and that's AJ Styles against Eli Drake. Um, so AJ Styles, shockingly enough, only had two uh, titles during this time that we're looking at. And the first one was September uh, 20th, 2009. He held it for 211 days. Uh, got it at no surrender in a five-way match that also included Kurt Angle, who was the uh, champion going in. And Hernandez, Matt Morgan, and Sting were also involved with this matchup. Uh, so he uh, got that in the five-way, but he lost it to RVD after 211 days. He said his second title reign was October 20th, 2013, and he won at Bow of Glory from Bully Ray, held it for only nine days when he was stripped of it due to a contract dispute and uh, everything that went on with his uh, feud with uh, Dixie Carter. Uh, so not very long, uh, obviously, for that with just nine days, 211 days uh, with the other one, 220 in total. He's taking on Eli Drake. Uh, who just uh, appeared the other night on NXT as L.A. Knight. Uh, so we'll see where that goes for him on that one. Uh, if he'll just be the same character with a different name. But uh, he won it August 17, 2017, held it for 146 days. Uh, he won it in a 20-man gauntlet match uh, when the title was vacated. Uh, and so... That was happening on Impact. It was actually at that time the Global Force Wrestling Global Impact Championship. Okay, craziness during that time, and he lost it. To, he lost it to Austin Aries, and during that time, Global Force ended up splitting off from them or going bankrupt, or however they want to explain uh, the stupidity with Jeff Jarrett, and uh, it became the Impact Wrestling uh, Championship that he lost to Austin Aries. Uh, so looking at this, I got to give it to AJ Styles, 211 days uh, just for one title reign. And, you know, when you're in a five-way match with uh, Homicide, Matt Morgan, Sting, and Kurt Angle, I got to give it to him. So, Steven? I went AJ. I think another – I think Eli Drake was – drastically underutilized he's got something there with that weird character i really hope wd changes the name from la night to something else i think that was dumb but i'm going aj styles i just think aj he's honestly the face of tna Josie. I would say, yeah, he's the Sting of TNA, um, even though Sting was there. But, uh, he, uh, like, Sting was for WCW. Uh, and Honky Tonk was for WWF. So uh, I give AJ uh, Styles <laughs> the, um, uh, the, the, the sweep. Okay, so there we go. 
I'll just mark that on our brackets. AJ, moving on with three. Well, you didn't agree with my honky tonk analogy? No. <laughs> uh, that brings us to our fifth matchup: Ethan Carter the third versus Bobby Roode. So we've got Ethan Carter the third, two times 104 days. First one, June 25th of 2015, he wins it on Impact from. Um, in a three-way with Kurt Angle and Jeff Hardy, holds it for 101 days, loses it, uh, bound for glory against Drew Galloway. Um, second reign, January 5th of 2016. Um, January 5th of 2016. Just want to make sure that that's... He holds it for three days. I don't understand. Um, losing it to Matt Hardy. That actually hurts my soul that it was a three-day rain. I really don't understand what these people do sometimes when they're writing this. First, Bobby Roode held it two times for 367 days total. First win, he wins it October 26th of 2011 on Impact, um, beating James Storms. Uh, he held it for 256, losing it to Austin Aries, who cashed in the X belt for the match. Second reign, September 18th of 2014, wins it on uh, impact. Kurt Angle is referee. Beats Lashley. Holds it for 111 days, losing it back to Lashley. I mean, this is pretty to me easy. I think the Ethan, the EC3 character, could have been something in TNA. Unfortunately, they let him go. He went to WWE and never really did anything, and now he's just kind of a free agent. So to me, it's Bobby Roode. He held it. Far too long. Jonesy. All right. I, you know what? I'm 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 being uh, just making an easy call. Bobby Roode. Um, I don't. I never liked the name Ethan Carter the Third. I don't care how good a wrestler you are. Uh, the character. As soon as I hear the Third, I think of like rich people, like a rich character uh, that's nothing but a snob. But that, to me, that doesn't belong in mainstream wrestling. That's more like a, again, down early or NWA days. I, I just didn't like, I never liked when they had the third and all that. Uh, besides that, I think Bobby Roode looks more like a champion. And the fact that his battle to from being just a tag team guy and then becoming a champion and now being in the WWE uh, I like the fact that a lot of these guys are coming in when they're much older and WWE is plucking them just at the right time and go, do your thing for a few years and poof. Um, so Bobby Roode, I like Bobby Roode. Yeah, I'm going to vote for Bobby Roode as well. Peter Burrell's own. Uh, so Canadian there. And yeah, the Ethan Carter third. that was just more of a play with the whole – Dixie Carter being the owner and all this other stuff. And so, and as I said, he was trying to be an elitist uh, with that whole thing. 
Um, he really didn't do too much for him. Uh, he spent a lot of time in uh, the NXT uh, competition years. Was it season four and five? The five never ended until they actually made a full brand. But he was stuck there for the longest time. Um, yeah, I go with Bobby Roode. I wish they'd uh, do a little bit more with him in WWE right now, but he is tag team champion with Dolph Ziggler, so it seems to be working for him. And he had been away for a bit, uh, being here in Canada during COVID uh, for a while before uh, returning to work. So Bobby Roode is going to move on with a uh, 3 nothing victory, and that brings us to Magnus versus Eddie Edwards. Jonesy. Uh, Magnus, uh, he was born November 6th, 1986, uh, Donking, Norfolk, England, uh, six foot four, uh, 242 pounds. He debuted in 2003. He held it one time, uh, 128 days. It, it was TNA, uh, December 3rd, 2013. He held it for 128 days. He won it at Impact Final Resolution. It was a tournament. Uh, Hardy's uh, was stripped of the belt from Dixie and uh, Eric Young. No outside interference. And Magnus would lose if he was counted out or DQ'd. Um, so that was Magnus's one and only win. Eddie Edwards is at two wins, though he has only 125 days. So numbers that way, they're pretty equal. Edwards was born January 1st, 1984 in Boston, Massachusetts, uh, U.S., uh, six foot flat, uh, 214 pounds, and he debuted in 2002. Uh, TNA, the first time, uh, belt, October 3rd, 2016, 97 days. Impact uh, is where he won it. Lashley to Lashley. He hot potatoed it, but it was a long potato. Uh, or it was really hot, one or the other. Uh, it was a 30-minute Iron Man match, so that gets points there. Uh, Impact now. Uh, he won it when it changed over. And July 18th, 2020, uh, on, uh, he held it for 28 days at Slammiversary, which I think is their best name for a uh, show was Slammiversary, uh, Fatal Five-Way, Ace Austin, uh, Trey, Trey. I wonder who, you know, that was AJ? I don't know. No, don't remember Miguel. Trey. Oh, okay, there you go. Uh, Rich Swan and Eric Young. This was for the vacated belt from Tessa Blanchard, who was stripped of the title and let go from Impact due to COVID. Uh, and then he lost it to Eric Young. Between the two, I, I mean, I like Magnus uh, better, but more so because he's Nick Aldis. I really liked him uh, when he was in NWA. Um, I'd like to go with him, but when I look at the type of matches that Eddie Edwards had to go through to get that, um, I mean, yeah, the other guy had to do a tournament too. I'm going to go with Eddie Edwards, even though I've seen a lot more of all this. But I'm going to go with Edwards. I'm just going to go by the numbers. Okay. Well, going by the numbers, then probably 
uh, that would work. I mean, my math is bad if I went by the numbers, but anyways, that's what I added up to. But I am going to go the other way, and I'm going to go with Magnus. Uh, I think he just held the title a lot better than Eddie Edwards. Eddie Edwards' uh, title reigns 28 days, uh, not uh, his last one. Yeah, sure, he won an Ironman match from Bobby Lashley and lost it to Lashley uh, going back and forth. So, uh, said what their uh, title reign or feud was like. But I don't know. Eddie Edwards just down to just being garbage wrestling as far as I've seen lately. Just following the footsteps of just all the whole ECW uh, alumni uh, stuff that uh, TNA were. Uh, hanging their hat on for a while. Um, I got to go with Magnus. Steve, you get to uh, break the tie. Well, I'm going Magnus because Eddie Edwards, great tag team wrestler, but now he's become this garbage dumpster fire. And it's it's sad. So it's Magnus. He held it like a champion, unlike Eddie Edwards looking like a dumpster fire. And uh, Magnus currently holds the NWA title, almost in the same regards of what uh, Nick Bockwinkel uh, presented himself as a true heavyweight champion. Uh, if NWA somehow finds a pulse again and continues, then, you know, great. I don't know. That with everybody being picked off, won't surprise me if uh, he doesn't get brought into WWE somehow uh, sooner rather than later, since he is also married to Mickey James, so there's an in for him there, and they could use uh, him uh, even if it's in NXT. Our next matchup will be Kurt Angle against Austin Aries. Uh, so Kurt Angle held it six times for a total of uh, 607 days, all in a TNA banner. His first one was May 13th, 2007. Uh, that was Sacrifice. That was the very first uh, champion uh, under the TNA banner. Uh, they just broken off from uh, NWA uh, after he won the title from Christian Cage in a three-way match with Sting. And so this is where we uh, start off things. Then the title was vacated the next day. Uh, Angle was stripped of the championship uh, due to a double fall result of a three-way match at Sacrifice, and uh, they didn't actually show until May 17th, but he actually only held it for one day. June 17th, 2007, he ended up uh, winning it uh, at Slammiversary. Angle defeated AJ Styles, Chris Harris, Christian Cage, Samoa Joe in a King of the Mountain uh, match to win the vacated championship. And after the event, Angle's uh, reign and the vacancy were no longer recognized and thus uh, is viewed to be the start of TNA uh, history. So, yeah, kind of messed up here on uh, Wikipedia uh, of how things are going, but that's where they're sort of tried to sever the ties with uh, NWI fully at that point. Uh, TNA counts Angle's previous reigns uh, to his credit without detailing why and uh, having loose recognition of that. He would end up uh, losing it to Sting at uh, Bound for Glory on October uh, 14th, 
2007, but went back two days later on Impact, and that uh, didn't air until October 25th of 2007, but he held it for 180 days. Then he ended up uh, losing it to Samoa Joe at lockdown, and it was six sides of steel uh, in a title versus career match. He won it uh, for his fourth time from Mick Foley uh, on June uh, 21st, 2009 at Slamboree, or Slammiversary, should I say, uh, and that was in Detroit, in Auburn Hills, probably at the Palace, and uh, he held it for 91 days. It was also a, another King of the Mountain match involving AJ Styles, Jeff Jarrett, and Samoa Joe. He would go on to lose it September 20th, 2009 to AJ Styles at No Surrender in the five-way match that I mentioned earlier with Hernandez, uh, Matt Morgan, and Sting. And then his uh, fifth title reign would come uh, by beating Sting at Hardcore Justice on August 7th, 2011. And he'd hold on to it for 72 days and lose it to James Storm on October 18, 2011, on episode Impact. Uh, his sixth and final reign was uh, January 31st, 2015, held it for 145 days, uh, uh, got it on Impact by beating uh, Bobby Lashley, and he ended up losing it to EC3 also on Impact. So some title changes going on during... Uh, the TV's not uh, necessarily going on to pay-per-views where you kind of want more uh, titles changing there, but, you know, free TV. Then you got Austin Aries. He's taking on Austin Aries had three title reigns. Uh, first one was July 8th, 2012 for 98 days, and he won it from Bobby Roode at Destination X. He ended up giving up his X Division championship to uh, get that title uh, opportunity in the main event of that show. And it paid off for him where he got the title. He ended up losing it to Jeff Hardy. On January 10th, 2018, he uh, won it back from Eli Drake, held it for 102 days, but lost it to Pentagon in a three-way match with uh, Phoenix. And then April 24th, uh, 2018, he held it for 173 days, winning it back from Pentagon, but losing it to Johnny Impact. And that's where the big controversy uh, came about. Uh, there was whole stuff with the referees and I think even some backstage stuff. And I think that's when they realized that Russo was actually still working for Impact, even though they denied it. And that caused a lot of uh, issues with people who were uh, paying the bills uh, with Impact. Uh, when that got exposed, and so he ended up leaving and has never been back. Um, looking at these uh, two guys, there's a lot of days holding titles, 607. Uh, some of the guys that uh, Kurt Angle went against, can't go wrong with. You got AJ Styles, you got Christian Samoa Joe, Stings in there, Hernandez, Matt Morgan, James Storm. And the other side, you got Bobby Roode, uh, Eli Drake, Pentagon, and uh, Johnny Impact. 
almost uh, opposite looking uh, Tyler Reigns when you look at them. I'm going to give uh, my vote to Kurt Angle. Oh, this one was easy. Why would I ever vote for a hateful little midget? So it's Kurt Angle. Exactly. And Jonesy. You're, You're muted, Jonesy. You're muted. There we go. Um, of course, I was muted. I was ready for it, and then I couldn't find it. Um, Kurt Angle. There we go. Clean sweep on Kurt Angle uh, with our final matchup of the first round. Sting versus Eric Young. So Sting, first title reign, uh, October 14th of 2007. He wins it up bound for glory from Kurt Angle, holds it. 2007. Hold So he wins it from Kurt Angle at Bound for Glory. Holds it for two days. Motherfuckers. I hate, I hate Vince Russo. Loses it back to Kurt Angle. Second title reign, October 12th of 2008. Wins it at Bound for Glory again. And holds it for 189 days before losing it to Mick Foley in a six-sided steal. Um... Match. Third title reign, he wins it uh, from Jeff Hardy on impact, holds it for 108 days, losing it to Mr. Anderson. Fourth title reign, he wins it July 11, 2011, on impact again, holds it for 27 days, losing it to Kurt Angle. It's a lot of like, here you go. Nope, don't want it. Someone else take it. Then we're going to have Eric Young. So Sting had it for four, four times for 326 days. Eric Young, uh, first win, uh, April 10th of 2014 on Impact. Um, again, it was one of those weird TNA booked. Uh, if someone interferes, they can't. If Mag He beat Magnus, but if had been counted or disqualified, he would have lost the title under any way to interfere. He would have been fired. So Eric Young wins it on impact from Magnus, losing it to Bobby Lashley. And if anyone besides MVP or Kenny King interfered, they would have been fired. Stupid ass, overcomplicated booking. And then his last title reign, uh, he wins it from any Edwards, August 5th, 15th, sorry, of 2020 on impact. Um, then losing it to Rich Swan, October 24th, 2020, um, at Bound for Glory. He held it for 70 days. This one was pretty easy for me. I think Eric Young had something at some point in TNA, but as soon as he left, I mean, I do like what he's doing right now by violence by design, but it to me, it's Sting. I agree. Stink it is going on to the third round. Um, now let's look at uh, this round, shall we? Sean, your vote don't count for shit. <laughs> well, I was going to vote for uh, Sting as well. So we'll uh, 
check out what happened in the first round and get so, ready for the second round. So first round saw Bully Ray beat Samoa Joe 2-1. Bobby Lashley beat RVD 3-0. Johnny Impact beat Drew Galloway 3-0. AJ Styles beat Eli Drake 3-0. Bobby Roode beat Ethan Carter III 3-0. Magnus beat Eddie Edwards 2-1. Kurt Angle beat Austin Aries, the little midget, 3-0. Sting beat Eric Young 3-0. Setting up a second round of Bully Ray versus Bobby Lashley. Johnny Impact versus AJ Styles. Bobby Roode versus Magnus, and Kurt Angle versus Sting. Nothing surprising other than Samoa Joe losing to Bully Ray, but I mean, yeah, that, that could have probably been upset of the round. I mean, that could have went either way. I was, I mean, that I understand both ways. So, so Jonesy, you get to yeah. start it off. With our first yes, matchup, the second round, Bully Ray versus Bobby Lashley. All right, so uh, Bully Ray, he held it two times. Uh, the first time, uh, he won it at lockdown, and he got it from Jeff Hardy in a steel cage and lost it to Saban. The second time was 2013, 66 days, and that was also a steel cage, so... His two reigns uh, were in the steel cage. You wonder why they didn't ever have him not win in a steel cage for the championship. Seems a little odd. But um, Bobby Lashley, I mean, he's got it four times. Uh, and each time was, you know, averages out to over 100 days each. Um, he looks more like a champion as far as the model compared to Bully Ray. However, I think Bully Ray makes the much a much better bad guy, someone that you people can hate but cheer for. My per personally, I would go with Bully Ray, Bully but Ray. Ashley yeah. is the better of the two as far as company and all so that other crap. Here? Yes, it's going to Lashley. Well, that's a uh, two votes for Lashley in my case. Uh, just 188 days. I'm sorry, 588 days with four title reigns. Uh, even with some of the stupidity that happened with the interference, don't interfere, and blah 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 that happened. I gotta give it to uh, Lashley, Stephen. Oh, I'm going Lashley. Um, clean sweep on Lashley over Bully Ray. Yeah, it was, yeah. Okay, so that sets up our second uh, matchup with the winner facing off against Bobby Lashley. And we got Johnny Impact against AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles had way more title reigns than uh, Impact, even though I liked uh, Johnny Impact with his single title reign. It just isn't enough to compare to AJ Styles. And we already just mentioned earlier that AJ is somewhat the sting of TNA uh, in regards uh, to Sting being uh, what he was to WCW. So, yeah, I got to give it to AJ. This shouldn't be a hard one. Steven? Oh, it's AJ. Oh, it, yeah, AJ Styles easily. And Jonesy. 
Um, I would have actually voted for Johnny Impact. Um, I think he is the better looking of the two, better on magazines, better for everyone to look at. Um, AJ is probably the better all around wrestler performer, but you know, I'd go, I'd go with Johnny Impact, even though I hate the fucking name, but I'd go with him over AJ Styles. Mind you, I think AJ Styles, I think of him more in as a WWF guy now than a TNA guy, only because, I don't know, something about him, you believe that he can win being only, you know, 218. Um, but I like Johnny Impact. There we go. So uh, throwing Johnny Impact a uh, vote, not that it mattered at this point, but he got one. Uh, we're going to go yeah, with yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobby Roode versus uh, Magnus next. Oh, to me, I went Bobby Roode, just sheer fact of the numbers. He two times, 367 days total. Magnus, where is he, where is he here? One time, 128 days. So, based on length, I'm going Bobby Roode. Jonesy? Yeah, I have to agree. Uh, Bobby Roode on this one. And it's very convenient that everyone's matching up on the sheets here where you don't, they're side by side. You don't have to go and go squirrel to find the other guy. I guess that's an upside for uh, helping. It is an upside. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to give uh, the nod to uh, Bobby Roode as well. This, though, would be a really good matchup if they uh, were able to uh, book it in a ring today. I would I would pay to see that one uh, just for the entertainment value. I think they'd put on a really good match with each other. Uh, the last match of round two is Kurt Angle versus Sting. Jonesy, you get to... These, these two don't line up as well, but still, not too bad. Uh, Kurt Angle, all of them were TNA. In fact, both of these guys, all of them were the TNA banner. Uh, six times for Kurt Angle at 607 uh, days. Though the first one, you take that one out. Uh, you know what? Both these guys, okay, look at both of these guys' friggin' numbers. They both were the very early champions, one and two. Uh, and they both couldn't keep the freaking belt for more than two days here. Angle one, they stripped it and he had to rewin it. And then two, uh, Sting. So one, first play, first guy to have it one day, second guy to have it two days. Um, to me, I, that, that really pisses me off. That pissed me off as a fan of the product. Like, they're the inaugural champion, the first champion under this banner, and they can't keep the belt for more than – it's stupid. Um, but I got to go with Angle uh, all the way on this one. Uh, you'd think it would have been Sting only because of years in WCW and being the main guy there. He kind of pretty much became the same thing for um, uh, TNA – but Kurt Angle, he fit in great, and I mean, he really helped that company uh, 
be legit. So I got I to gotta go with Angle. I, too, am going to go with Angle. It's hard to believe when you look at uh, Kurt's career. He actually spent more time in uh, Impact TNA uh, than he did in WDF. Uh, just totally different careers. Uh, yeah, his addiction had to uh, get him over to that, mind you. But, yeah, he had a way better career, I guess, in the end uh, with Impact. And Sting, I thought, was a little more of a, once again, the shell of himself from uh, WCW uh, being in Impact. And then he ended up doing that Joker Sting. Uh, yeah, crazy. I am going with Kurt Angle. Clean sweep? I did, or- like, I did like Joker Sting because I thought it was different. It was different, but it's still Kurt Angle. Do, there we go. do you think that there's a little bit of a, a comparison to the fact that uh, Sting was kind of like old Ric Flair coming into the WCW for his last total run because Ric Flair went crazy in WCW and was in the uh, crazy barn. Or was that in WWF? I can't remember now. Was that was crazy? in WCW. WCW and that was Vince yeah. Russo and both of them. So Exactly. And then here you got you – got, um, uh, Sting going over and he went crazy and became the Joker. Yeah, that's because Vince Russo has nothing better to do. <laughs> um, so we had Bobby Lashley beat Bully Ray 3 0, AJ Styles beat Johnny Impact 2 1, Bobby Roode beat Magnus 3 0, Kurt Angle beat Sting 3 0, setting up Lashley versus AJ Styles and Bobby Roode Kurt Angle in the semifinals yeah it's uh coming down uh, uh to some decent matchups all these guys work for wd now at one point kurt uh, with a legends deal and the other three currently active in uh WD. but uh yeah let's uh check out the first matchup bobby lashley against aj styles i'm gonna take that down is it me? I'm looking at it. Four title reigns for Lashley, 588 days versus AJ Styles, 220 days for uh, only two title reigns. And one of them was only nine days because he got stripped due to um, the contract dispute. Whether that was kayfabe or legit, I'm not sure. But nine days as your title reign. 588 days. As much as we've been praising uh, AJ Styles as being the uh, icon he is to uh, Impact and TNA, I'm giving it to Bobby Lashley. See, and I, I'm going opposite. I'm going AJ Styles. Uh, Styles is just someone who you could believe is a world champion in. And he didn't have all the if so and so interferes, so and so is fired, but so and so. Lash had too many weird, odd stipulations in his match. Broken down, Lashley basically is 100 days. Style, on average, for his reign, Styles is about 110 days. So I'm going AJ Styles. Jonesy? I got to go with Bobby Lashley. Um... I'm, I'm going by numbers, uh, just like a horse race. 
And the fact that, again, Bobby Lashley looks more like a world champion than AJ at the time that he was in uh, TNA. Um, mind you, I'd much rather watch um, his match over Lashley's. Uh, but Lashley, uh, he he had, again, his reigns. The shortest reign he had was 91 days out of four reigns. And that's pretty good, especially for um, uh, last, you know, six, seven years how quick these belts change hands. Uh, Lashley for me. So a two-one victory for Lashley in what uh, viewers might think is a little bit of an upset. Uh, well, let's see uh, where that goes. And our other semifinal matchup, Steven <laughs> is Bobby Roode, a different Bobby, uh, taking on Kurt Angle. Well, we have the Battle of the Bobbies in the finals or... This one's tough because Angle has six reigns for 608 days. Rude has two reigns for 367 days, but a couple of those Angle reigns were like hot potatoed. I'm going Bobby Rude. I just, I don't think Kurt Angle, he had some reigns there where it was like, like his first technical reign was one day. And yeah, I just that that just kind of sours me. So I'm going Bobby Roode and Jonesy. Uh, yeah, it's Roode. Um, yeah, he only had two reigns, but they were long ones. The one was you know hundred days short of a year, making it sound even better, phrasing it that way. And um, the second reign, 111 days. Uh, to me. Bobby Roode is like was a grown in TNA, and now he's having success in the WWE. Uh, he looks more like a champion for wrestling than Angle does. Uh, to me, as far as pro wrestling uh, world, um, if I was booking things, it would be Angle only because you'd make more at the gate. But uh, Bobby Roode, uh, I think, deserves it more. Yeah, I uh, totally agree with uh, what both of you guys were saying. Uh, I thought this one was going to be the uh, tough one that I was going to end up uh, probably breaking the tie on. And I was going to be probably flipping a coin. But thankfully, I don't have to do that. As Bobby Roode is moving on, i uh going to vote for Bobby Roode on this one, just uh, match-wise. And so we set up our finals with Battle of the Bobbies. So in somewhat of an upset, I'd consider Lashley beat AJ Styles 2-1 and Bobby Roode beat Kurt Angle 3-0, setting up Lashley versus Roode. And Jonesy, you start with it. All right. I'm just reminding myself of, okay, he's the 100 dude. And then him I just looked at. I swayed towards Bobby Roode only again because he's he was more he 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 wasn't a guy that was from the WWF. He um, didn't wrestle. I don't. Well, he might have wrestled a little bit in WCW. I honestly can't. I don't know if that's where he started as a jobber, maybe anything like that. No, but um, Bobby Roode was grown in TNA, and uh, luckily the, he was there long enough that 
not watching it regularly. He was one of the regular guys I would see year after year out there. Um, lastly, sometimes the numbers don't add up. Other things speak louder. So uh, I'm going with uh, Bobby Roode there. Yeah, uh, looking at uh, the stuff that each of them did beyond even uh, the whole uh, title reigns that they had. Uh, as we said, Bobby Roode, uh, homegrown, basically there, uh, multi-time tag team champion. Uh, and to be able to break away from that mold and then become a world champion, your winner today is Bobby Roode. Okay. <laughs> It was a clean, clean sweep. I was going to ask you a clean sweep or not. Our winner is Bobby Roode, who has been, uh, by our uh, breakdown, the greatest uh, TNA Impact uh, champion, world heavyweight champion, global force, all the hodgepodge thrown into one big ball and splotted out uh, type deal. But looking at from May 13th, 2000 what was it, seven to now, he's coming out on top. Uh, surprising considering some of the names that we had in there being Kurt and uh, AJ Styles and Sting, but, yep, that is our winner uh, for this week. Uh, thoughts on I, this guy? I had, I had AJ winning, so if AJ moves past Lashley, I have, I'm picking AJ, so... Surprised that AJ didn't move on. Yeah, he made it to the semifinals. Wow, I I had him winning it because I really thought he's probably the best person they've had. So should we talk about next week? That's what I'm bringing up right now. Uh, so, so yeah, if you want to bring something up. different, while Sean brings it up, we're doing. Um, for Black History Month, which is February, we're doing the greatest African-American superstar. So you're going to see Rufus R. Jones versus Ernie Ladd, Kofi Kingston versus the recently passed away Butch Reed, uh, Brickhouse Brown versus Kamala, Too Cold Scorpio versus Coco Beware, Rocky Johnson versus the Junkyard Dog, Booker T versus Jay Lethal, which would be, which to me is a dream match. I wish you could have seen them in their primes. Sweet Daddy CQ versus Ron Simmons and Thunderbolt Patterson versus The Rock. So it's going to be interesting because it's going to their whole career. So be quite interesting where we all go with them. So I'm excited. Yeah, we're not focusing just on one title uh, that they had or one era or one organization this is uh going all over the place like uh if people uh, join me for the solo uh version of uh the podcast this past uh, saturday uh, i ran down a lot of butch reed's career uh going from uh mid-south uh, mid to the wf and then over to uh wcw and then back to the indies there's a lot of traveling that a lot of these guys did and that was just uh for him 
you got guys maybe like Kofi Kingston, who he's against, who are pretty much homegrown WWE uh, guys. And same with The Rock. But Booker T, he's done both WCW Global and uh, WWE. So there's a lot to look at with these guys. Your thoughts, Jonesy? And did you know that Rufus R. Jones, also known as the Harlem Hangman, uh, is the father of... Do you know who he's the father of? I found out when I did my uh, research for uh, Butch Reed, and that was his manager, the Slickster, the Doctor of Style. That is right. And he was also a um, uh, competed in Golden Gloves uh, tournaments. So, yeah, we'll uh, honor uh, these 16 uh, gentlemen and uh, look forward to our march to WrestleMania. I think we might have a few... WrestleMania-themed uh, uh, brackets coming up over the next couple weeks. We've already thought of uh, doing our own Mr. WrestleMania. Uh, WD has already deemed Shawn Michaels that, but is he truly Mr. WrestleMania when you look at some of his tag team matches and stuff like that, and even his early singles matches? Is somebody else going to take over that one so we're uh, going to come up with uh, some wrestlemania themed ones as we uh, get closer to wrestlemania and uh next week we wrap up uh black history month with uh honoring these 16 uh superstars anything else you guys want to add before we check out of here uh check out it dropped yesterday slugging featuring Stephen o'neill featuring this week holden albright uh, that's on cwnonline.ca. Again, that's Sluggin featuring Steve or Sluggin with Stephen O'Neill featuring this week Holden Albright, which is an interesting uh, gentleman. Uh, we have some uh, interesting coming up. Uh, old school who's still wrestling uh, in the Ontario Independence. I seen him way back early 2000s in Kitchener. So I've got some interesting ones coming up. Excellent. Good to hear. Uh, what we got going on Thursday at noon, Jonesy? Um, lunch, uh, I do believe. Uh, but we record on whatever day we please. Uh, it's the uh, history of wrestling. Uh, this week is the 12th. No, this, yeah, the 12th, I think, to the... 18th or something. I have yep. to bring up my calendar because I can't think in my head. 12 to 18. That's right. Um, trying to think what was in there. Uh, There's a lots. few elimination chambers. No uh, yes, way yes, out. Was lots of elimination chambers. Uh, the return of the NWO to, uh, well, the first incarnation of the NWO in WWE, uh, which wasn't that great, but, you know, uh, basically being brought back after their uh, contracts ended with Turner. Uh, some birthdays, some deaths. So, yeah, we got it uh, coming up uh, at noon on Thursday this week in history. So check that out. And then, of course, Thursday at 8 o'clock, we're going to have uh, the Scumbags Wrestling Podcast, episode number 141, and look back at the Impact Wrestling uh, No Surrender podcast uh, event that happened on Saturday, and of course, uh, NXT Vengeance Day that happened on Sunday, and we'll look at uh, WD's Elimination Chamber 
uh, event coming up on Sunday. So that and some news should fill our uh, time up. And we hope you uh, join us, whether you're watching on Stitcher, Spotify, or Heart Radio, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from, or watching live on Twitch, YouTube, and Facebook. So until then, thanks a lot, guys. And have a good See one. Ya.